what is up everyone welcome to episode 77 i guess we're what double digits now not yet well you know what i mean double sevens um episode 77 week two of the 2021 nfl season just happened lots of interesting games obviously aaron Rodgers is back tua got destroyed all that fun stuff we're gonna jump into that pretty soon before we jump into any of that i've got to ask my buddy amal what is going on amal and how are you doing What's going on, Reeb? Yeah, seventy uh, seventh podcast, pretty good number. Uh, Seven hundred more, and we'll uh, we'll reach the holy number. Yes, we would. Yes, we would. Seven, seven, seven. Yes. Um, but yeah, uh, today we're gonna talk about going obviously over week two, the recap of week two. Honestly, I'll be honest, Reeb, it definitely wasn't as electric as week one, but it was still a pretty good week. Uh, and then we'll go through uh, our power rankings and then going through our predictions for week uh, number three. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's a classic thing of all. We're back into the grind of the weekly pods uh, with our recaps and then our predictions. And uh, just just for the record, I'm going to say this before we hop into our predictions. You are currently two games ahead. So keep that in mind of me. Both oh, of shit. Us I, I was one more this week. Oh, so I so, finished. What did I finish this week? Uh, ten and six for both of us, but you had a two-game lead last week. So, yeah. Um, oh, that's interesting. It is interesting. Our, uh, we'll see how this. Was race I, goes. I was nine and seven, and you were seven and nine. That's why, right? Yep. First week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So we we both bounced back, but no, nah, it's okay because right? no, yeah, no, because <laughs> last year I think. At a time, I had like a five point five game lead in like two weeks. It got wiped out. So oh, we'll yeah. see. We'll see how we'll see. Who ended how, up winning last year? I think I, think I won by a game. Maybe you won by a game or two. Yeah, because we had we had like very. We were both above like seventy seven percent. We were we both mm-hmm. did pretty well last year, but yeah, it was really close. This year is going to be difficult though, because I think a lot of these games are going to be hard to call out. Um, but yeah, we can get started. Uh. First game we'll start off with is the Monday night football game between the Lions and Packers. Pretty irrelevant game. I watched the second half. I watched, yeah, I watched the second half because uh, the first half was interesting, but I knew like the, the Packers were like not really trying. And then the second half, it was complete breakaway. Um, Aaron Rodgers did great. 255 yards, four touchdowns. Some of his passes were complete dots. It was beautiful to watch. Aaron Jones, uh, I'm happy that uh, he found his his the chain that contains his father's ashes. That's uh, that's something that's really important to him. And he he played a, a monstrous game. Reeb. He had uh, 17 carries, 67 yards, and one touchdown on the ground. And then he had six receptions for 48 yards and three touchdowns receiving. That that's an incredible game. Uh, yeah, I mean, he must be great for having him on fantasy, considering he did not perform to the best of his capabilities week one. And then Devonta Adams, of course, eight receptions, 121 yards. We could already tell Devonta Adams was going to pop off uh, against this lackluster Detroit secondary, especially without now. Uh, they're for their lat- 2020s first round, first round pick, Jeff Okuda, for the year. Uh, Tunyon, three receptions, 52 yards, and a touchdown. He also had a good performance. Overall, this is just a game where the Packers is getting back into the role of things. And, yeah. And then on the Lions side, 
TJ Hawkinson's like the TJ Hawkinson and Quintez Cephas are like the only like saving graces of the team. 66 yards and a touchdown on eight receptions for TJ Hawkinson. And then Quintez Cephas, four receptions for 63 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just sum it up. Not really that surprised from this game. Uh, great performance by the Packers. Yeah, and the first half, man, this was a very interesting game in the first half. We saw the best of Jared Goff. He's throwing dimes left, right, and center. But I guess when it started raining harder and when the moment became bigger, Jared Goff couldn't uh, elevate his team, unfortunately. And there was one play, I think, in the fourth quarter where like he fumbled the ball. He fumbled the snap once because of the rain, and then he fumbled the ball randomly because of the rain. And, I mean, that's one of his uh, knocks going back to his draft, his draft resume, his portfolio, right? He had small hands. And when it's raining, that's what's going to happen if you have small hands. As someone who doesn't have the biggest hands myself, I can testify that when there's a wet ball, you're probably going to drop it if you don't have like Kawhi Leonard type hands. Um, And it's just kind of sad. I feel like this Lions team isn't half bad. Like it's honestly, we expected that obviously like the offensive line, Penesua was playing phenomenally, I guess at left tackle. I want to say he's playing at right now. Um, the offensive line played pretty well. I mean, we saw some nice Deandre Swift type plays like this Packers rush defense is again, terrible. And we saw, we saw it by the way, Jared Goff was running all over them. Deandre Swift and Jamal Williams in the first half are running all over them, but then Packers defense sort of settled in and, uh, they sort of maintained that run. And, yeah, that, that's essentially the game. When it started getting rainy, Aaron Rodgers started throwing dr- dimes and uh, Jared Goff started throwing fumbles and interceptions. That's the difference, the difference between quarterbacks. And honestly, if, if the Packers, if, if you'd like switch teams right now, Aaron Rodgers and Jared Goff, like the Packers probably lose this game. Like I, I think the quarterback is probably the biggest difference, right? Like I feel like this Detroit Lions team, isn't a bad team. Like they're going to be a competitive team, probably kind of interesting. Uh, and we're going to see if Jared Goff can elevate them. He didn't in this game and we'll see if he can do it in the future. And on the, the, the Packers front, I mean, it was, you know, a show, obviously. I mean, the passes Aaron Rodgers was throwing, he was called people out for like being worried about him. And he has 100% every right, like questioning his like motivation, his drive and his love for the game. And he showed out and proved everyone that passed to Robert Tunney and a couple of deep balls, Devonta Adams, and he shut every, all the haters up and it, it's a classic performance. We can move on to yeah, can move on. In this uh, bills dolphins game of all. And for me, the biggest takeaway, the bills went into Miami and won 35 to zero Tua got hurt. He has a rib injury and I think his rib was like fractured, right? Yeah. That was, was the, the biggest, biggest takeaway. That was literally the only, that was a huge yeah. takeaway. But I think, other than Tua getting hurt for me, the biggest takeaway is this Miami Dolphins, especially offense, is putrid to say the least. To be fair, like, they Jacoby don't have Brice- they don't have they don't have Will Fuller also. To be fair, yeah, I mean to be fair, and he's, he has some personal issues. We'll see if he even plays this season, right? But Jacoby Brissett came in, looked terrible. One pick, twenty four out of forty passes completed, and I've got to wonder, like, was Jalen Waddle the right pick here? Like maybe you should have gone with an offensive lineman. He's he's playing he's playing very well. So he I is mean, playing I, well, right? So it's well, definitely but. it definitely can't be his fault. But yeah, sixth pick was high, and everyone said it was high for Jalen mm-hmm. Waddle. So we'll see. Uh, and it's not even his fault. Yeah. It's the fact that this team, I think, had a bigger need at offensive line, and we were debating this this entire season. And honestly, when they signed Will Fuller, I I honestly thought, you know what, you got to go offensive line here. Just build a strong. 
uh, running game and protection for Tua because that's what he needs. And Tua right now is looking like a bust. And I love Tua. Me and you both loved him coming out of the draft. Me and you both said if Joe Burrow didn't have his miraculous best quarterback season ever in 2019, he was going to be the first pick. He was going to be the first pick. It was tank for Tua, right? And I don't even know if we can get an accurate sort of representation of who Tua is as a player because if you look at Joe Burrow and you look at um uh Justin Herbert both of them have better coaches both of them at least at least Joe Joe uh at least Justin Herbert has a better like team around him Joe Burrow probably has better play calling and that's I don't know if the offensive line is that much of a difference like for sure Joe Burrow is a better player than Tua that was to be expected but we like if Tua was a bust is it because of Tua or is it because of this Miami Dolphins team benching him last season and, you know, See, not that, committing that, that, to that him? Argument, that argument will come up. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. my 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 issue with Tua, though, I, I, and he did get hurt, so I'm not going to put it against him. He has been extremely injury prone, to be completely fair. Uh, so I don't know when he's at 100% when he's not. He had a pretty decent game week one against New England. But, yeah, Brissett. Uh, I guess it goes to show Brissett. I mean, as a Colts fan, I don't know how. I mean, Brissett, I guess, hasn't been getting first team reps ever. Mm-hmm. So he but the fact that to- strong arm Jacoby Brissett went in, right? Everyone's like, Tua doesn't throw the ball downfield. And then he put up zero points. Like, that tells you all you need to know about this Miami Dolphins offense. They're no, probably definitely. not going to no, be de- good this year. No, exactly. It, it is tough. It was tough to watch. I mean, it, it is one game at the end of the day. So, like I said, I'll only take away so much from it, but they're going to enter next week with also without Tua. So then you're going to automatically reconsider, shoot, or how good are the Dolphins now? They're going to be, what, one and two next week if they lose. I mean, and they pretty much are going to lose if uh, if Jacoby Brissett does, if Jacoby Brissett is the starting quarterback, and he is, because they, they, they today they ruled off, they ruled out Tua Tango Vailoa uh, because of the ribs injury. So yeah, I mean, not bright, not bright at all for the Miami Dolphins. And then the the on the Bills side, domination everywhere. So I mean, I'm not really surprised by this result, 35-0. I'm res- I'm surprised more that it was 35-0. But when uh, Tua got hurt, it was the point of no return. So uh, we can move on, unless you have anything else to add. Nope, we can move right on yeah. to ba- Bengals Bears. Uh, this was even though the scoreboard says it's 2017, this game was never really interesting until yeah until the last two minutes of the game honestly uh yeah i mean the bears look great on defense and offense uh andy Dalton played very well when he was in the game and then uh he got hurt justin fields came in he had hit a couple good drives and then the last two drives i don't know what he was doing i guess it's just Rookie experience and uh, carelessness, and then uh, and facing a a great defense apparently, and need and, and apparently it's a great defense. So he he uh, basically they scored fourteen points off Justin Field in this case. Fair, he still got the job done and got the win. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hate. Uh, I'm, but he's I'm starting, sh- man. He, he is, is starting. starting. That's that's the news that I wanted to really bring up. Is uh, even though the Bengals lost, and I'm kind of surprised because we both picked the Bengals to win this game. The main news, of course, is that Justin Fields is going to be the starting quarterback this upcoming week. So that'll be interesting to see how uh, how that how that rolls about. It's going to be his full full week. He's taking first team reps, so he's going to feel pumped up and excited. 
And I, I told the Reeb this, if they, if they beat Cleveland, it's, uh, it's the, you, there's no looking back. That's for damn sure. There's no looking back. And even if it's a close game, Reeb, I'm also not looking back either. I can, I can say that <laughs> firmly, even if it's a close game, because the Browns should be able to win the, this game by two possessions. So if, if it's a close game, yeah, no looking back. But I'm also curious, Arib, why why isn't Allen Robinson getting more involved in this offense? I'm curious to find out why he hasn't been doing much this uh, this year. You're asking the wrong guy, man. I mean, he had a touchdown this game, which is sort of a saving grace. But Darnell he Mooney did. seems to be stretching the field out way more, getting more exactly. targets, yeah. more receptions. And I, I love Darnell Mooney, right? Darnell Mooney. He's a completely different player than Allen Robinson. But you got to utilize Aaron Allen Robinson. I get that like dude's your a, offensive dude's a line's monster, not the best, bro. right? He's so but good. I feel like Matt Nagy is sort of almost overcompensating for the fact that like his offensive line has been battered and like they can't really like pass protect. Do you know the status? Of, do you know the status of Tevin Jenkins by any chance? I knew he was on IR. I don't know if he's coming back anytime soon. I hope he is because they that, need help. They, they that dude was a monster. Tevin Jenkins. I hope he can play back. He had back mm-hmm. surgery, so hopefully he he'd, uh, he's going to come back um, because that he like they need him, bro. I think because I think the Bears have probably one of the worst lines in the league, if not the worst. And somehow David Montgomery is making it work, and Justin Fields will make it work because he's very mobile. So uh, mm-hmm. yeah, we can move on from this um, game. Just to talk about the Bengals side of things, real quick. Yeah, you got it. You got um, it. Three picks on three consecutive passing attempts for Joe Burrow. Again, a bad, a really bad performance from his offensive line. I just rewatched these picks. Um, two of them were on him, Joe Burrow. One of them was just like the line collapsed, and then he like he threw a fumble that was like technically a pick. You know what I mean? Like it yeah, was yeah, just it was a easy, weird. It like, was an easy pick, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And Joe Burrow, like I don't know what he was seeing for those two other picks. But whatever, I'm not worried about Joe Burrow. But what I am worried because oh, the Bears about is, D is good. Bears D is Bears defense good. is really good, right? So I'm not gonna. Uh, but you can't. Worry I about. am. I am worried with this offensive line, though. Like just how, <laughs> like, like it's the same thing for Tua. Like except that Joe Burrow is better than Tua. So like, no, I know Joe, Joe Burrow. Burrow Joe, no, no, Joe no. Burrow gives you like a floor at quarterback that Tua doesn't have. Tua's floor at quarterback is throwing like two, two, like three, two yard passes and punting. Joe Burrow gives you like some sort of a ceiling and a floor. But I think the weapons that Burrow has are also better than two of the significantly better, significantly right? better. Like Higgins, Higgins, Boyd and Jamar Chase are mm-hmm. miles like no offense, miles better than Oh yeah. Fuller Fuller sure. is going to come back this week. Fuller um was not Devonte Parker and Jalen Waddle. No, miles better for sure. But, but yeah, like, are they going to hold? Is it going to hold back Joe Burrow? That's the thing I'm going to see. Like, I, I want to see, and we'll, we'll end up seeing it. Um, we can, can move, move on. on. Broncos, Jags. There's I don't nothing, even really want to talk. There's about nothing to really talk about on the Jags side because Lawrence still, we, like I said, this entire rookie year, I said this from the jump. Trevor Lawrence is going to be like, he's going to look, it's going to be irrelevant how Trevor Lawrence performs this year because Urban Myers the coach and so, that offensive line is terrible the offensive like, line what, is still terrible. what is with like you know like, you know what the craziest thing of all is all these quarterbacks all these prospects that we've ranked right like we, i think who are our best quarterbacks trevor lawrence zach, zach wilson, wilson right to a is up there justin yeah. fields is up there like obviously two is a different draft class joe burrow all these highly ranked quarterbacks right 
all of them went like top five. The ones oh, that are playing shit. the best, right? Justin Herbert, Mac Jones, the guys who are getting drafted later. It's kind of yeah. crazy. Like it's almost <laughs> like I don't know. Going to a better team means you're gonna have better team performance, and you're gonna be watch Trey Lance. Watch Trey Lance with San Fran. He's gonna be absolutely insane. He's gonna <laughs> That's be my takeaway. He's gonna be absolutely insane. Just watch. He will be nuts, and it's gonna be because he's in a better situation. That's obvious, right? I mean. Literally, look at the Niners the year before they got Nick Bosa, and look at them now. And that's a defensive side, right? It's, 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 you just get miles better. Here, the Jags, they're going from the worst team in the NFL to not to still probably being the worst team in the NFL. They have not really gotten any better. And we already said this. The draft, their only win in that draft was, get, was drafting Trevor Lawrence. They did not get anything done. ETN's out. That was their other first-round pick awful first round pick for me and then i mean you didn't do anything to address your needs o-line is still awful i mean like dude lawrence i and i, and I know lawrence isn't this bad because i guarantee you Reeb, put lawrence with uh with mac uh, on the pats swap lawrence and mac jones i guarantee you the pat it's, it'd be the same thing i guarantee you the pats would be making the playoffs i mean pats would make the playoffs no issues but the, the, it's just like they're not it's that team isn't playoff ready they'll be like years away from being playoff ready yeah i feel like the jags they decided to improve recently right but they went and tried to improve their defense i feel like more than their offense like their defense is playing fine football but it's their offense that's just like putrid and it's because their coach sucks and their offensive line sucks. And I mean, we all foresaw it and it's exactly what's happening. We can move on. I guess Teddy Bridgewater played pretty well. Uh, no, 2-0 there's no Broncos. Point. There's right? no point. Uh, Javante Williams, I guess, shout out to him. He played mm-hmm. very he played well. well. Uh, Cortland Sun as well played phenomenal. Cortland Sun is back. I'm su- I mean, I'm surprised he came back already back to this type of performances already this quickly, considering he tore his ACL literally a year ago. Um, very quick recovery to get back to this shape. Uh, shout out to him as well. We can move on to Texans Browns. Um, here, my takeaway, Reeb, is that uh, the Texans are not even more screwed because Tyler Tyler Taylor is heading to IR. Um, that's the major takeaway. Uh, they got to send in the uh, general man. General. They got, Mills. Now they got now they got to send Davis Mills, who, a guy, Reeb. I'm pretty sure you did not even spend a second looking into his film. Uh, I yeah, spent it, a little bit more than a second. I, I saw some decent accuracy, I guess. So a minute? But, am I am I wrong? Am I my bad. Ten seconds? Fifteen seconds? Twenty seconds? Uh, I'd probably go the under there, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh sh- <laughs> Yeah, but that's the thing. Um, in general, Texans look good, man. I'm not gonna. I don't know why they did look good. Uh, Tyrod Taylor seemed to take command of that team decently well. The defense looked decently good too. That did not make any sense to me how they covered the They spread. were not the worst team um, in football. They're, def- they're, like they're miles away from being the worst team in football. I can definitely say that with very strong certainty. Uh, I We were shitting on them, but I think they actually did not look the, like the best, the worst team in football last week. Um, and the Brown side of things, I mean, Baker got the job done. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt got the job done. Demetric Felton's a new name. I was um, about to say, rookie the, out of yeah. uh, uh was he UC- he was UCLA? I want to say. You, I think he was. Yeah. I want to say UCLA running back slash wide receiver hybrid. That's what. I'm yeah, gonna I say. think that. I think that's what he was. Yeah, but Demetric Felton, great great uh, performance out of him. So it looks like they're running that three back 
slash wide receiver system. Um, I'm looking forward, though, to this Browns team when Odell Beckham comes back. Uh, great bounce Yeah, they need some the legit Browns. passing threats. I mean, their tight ends were the only... And also, we forgot to talk about Jarvis Landry. Yep, Jarvis Landry, MCL strain, I want to say it is, right? Yeah, it's like a sprain or a strain, and he's out for three weeks. He's going to be on COVID. He's going to be on the IR. So um, And uh, our boys, DPJ and Anthony Schwartz, non-factors. I guess when he, uh, you got to throw to... Um, tight ends in order to win and i just i'm so excited to see obj on this offense have some legit speed he should be like good to go he should be good expertise to go yep week. i yeah. think he's starting this week right that's what the yes, news he is should. yeah he he's should be good Cleveland. to go yes he should um, be good to go that'll be i'll look be looking forward to that for mm-hmm. sure and this is the start of the baker mvp campaign just saying right now week three with obj all right <laughs> we'll be looking forward to that we can move on to my game colts rams uh Takeaways here. First takeaway, Carson Wentz has injured both his uh, ankles. And I can pretty much say this for certainty. If uh, Wentz was in for the last two drives and not uh, and not um, let's see, I'm thinking on Jacob Eason, I think I think it definitely would not have gone to regulation. It definitely would have uh, I think the Colts would have won this game. Uh, it could have been in overtime or in regulation. I don't know. Um, regardless, O-line problems are still there. Braden Smith is still out. Um, Quentin Nelson's still not at 100%. Ryan Kelly's not at 100%. So, it, I mean, it, it's it, when it, it really hurts right now. Eric Fish is not at 100%. And we are getting absolutely owned by Aaron Donald. I mean, Aaron Donald's going through guys like Julian Davenport. Like, it's nothing. I mean, like, it feels like a reap. Like we are going against them. It, it it's it's like bad, it's bad. Carson so, Wentz is getting spawned and, like and once and like drive, and man. like it, it. They compared this reap to the 2019 ones, where he just keeps on fucking running out of the 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 pocket because like you're he was screwed from the jump. He's he knows he's screwed, um, and he shouldn't be because Phil, how can they protect Philip Rivers, the most immobile quarterback of all time? And then, like, and then now that they have a mobile quarterback and now they actually have issues, I mean, like, it blows my mind. It actually does blow my mind. So, I mean, I mean, bad luck, bad luck on once. I mean, of course, he got injured through only Aaron Donald twice now in his career. Uh, and then now it's two sprains. He's, he's day-to-day still um, high ankle sprain and a moderate ankle sprain. I'm surprised that they haven't ruled him out yet. Uh, and he and they haven't ruled him out for this week, so I'm going to be looking forward to seeing that. And they're playing the Titans this week, and I'll be honest, Reeb, it's looking bad if uh, if Carson Wentz doesn't play this game because it, it, you can easily go 0 and 3 in this one. And uh, on on our side, Michael Pittman, of course, played very well, eight receptions for 123 yards. This was, I guess, was a show out game. He played very well. But on the Rams side, getting the job done in Indy, uh, the Stafford Cup connection definitely was the main reason they won this game, Marie. Nine receptions, 163 yards, and two touchdowns. Probably one of the best games of the week for any Rodgers receiver. Um, yeah, that, that, that was the main uh, takeaway for me. The Rams' D is legit, and the Rams' offense is definitely legit. With uh, That Stafford Cup connection will almost look like a Mahomes Hill connection. That's that's a very uh, strong performance by the Los Angeles Rams. 
Yeah, and my one takeaway for the Rams is I think Robert Woods and Tyler Higby need to get in on these like a two-hour early breakfast or whatever that they're, like Cooper Cup is like doing in order to get all these passes because I don't know what he's doing, but he like whatever he's doing is like I don't know, man. Like he must be bribing Matthew Stafford at this point, like buying all his breakfast. Maybe he's buying him, buying him like lunch and dinner too at the same time. Who knows? Um, Carson Wentz is a, a soldier, man. And he might also just be the funniest and most unluckiest guy in all of football. Like he's just a mystery to me. This man constantly taking hits. Of course, the one time he goes to a good offensive line, guess what? The offensive line falls apart. Of course, he hurts both his ankles, not even one. He hurts both of them. Like it's crazy. And he's doing all this while like running and he's running well. And I don't think lots of Eagles fans, and I guess third parties who haven't watched Carson Wentz play these games, because I've been happy, like, lucky enough to like watch both of his games the last two weeks. Carson Wentz isn't the, the problem. I feel like people are saying he's not throwing his check down enough and he's bailing out of pockets too early. Yeah, maybe he's doing that every so often, but I feel like in general, like he's playing pretty well. He like he's has there's one play that stands out to me where he literally has to bail from the pocket immediately and then he throws a nice ball, or then another one where he rolls out and then he has to run upfield and pick up a first down. Like he's throwing short passes, he's getting the ball decently quick. I feel like for Carson Wentz, it's just like the unluckiness of this dude, where like his offensive line, of course, gets injured. And you know, obviously, we all know Quentin Ellison getting the same exact injury as him. And I don't know, he's he's a soldier. I think he'll be fine as long as he plays, and I think they'll end up winning games eventually. But he's got to be the unluckiest guy in whole football. <laughs> like, there's no way he's not. Um, and obviously, I was clowning on this uh, this Colts defense, but they came to play later on in the fourth quarter. I still think Darius Leonard was overpaid, and I think he is not. He did not play well. He's playing hurt apparently as well. So that's what that's. Yeah, he's the playing hurt apparently, but he's not playing up to the money that you, you'd expect him to play. <laughs> Uh, to say the least. And I think overall, though, they came to play later on in the fourth quarter, had a punt, ret- uh, punt block return for a touchdown. So, uh, yeah, it's unlucky for this Colts team to start 0-2. And if they start 0-3, they're probably not going to be able to re- recuperate. They're going but, nowhere. For but we'll see. 0-3. Um, 0-3. There has been playoff teams that have started 0-3. They do have a tough schedule, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to, like, I'm not going to cut them, like, too much slack, but... I mean, it's not looking good. They need Carson wants to play this week, but also you got to look at the future, right? If if he can't play, I mean, look at the bright side. You don't have to give your first round pick to, to Philly, right, Reed? <sighs> we can move on to Raiders, <laughs> Raiders, Steelers. Steelers. I don't even talk about that, dude. Derek Carr MVP conversations. You're talking about it, right? No, yeah. This man is playing phenomenally. Deep balls, throwing beautiful throws. And I've said it forever, right? I'm not going to put it as far as where um, my guy, Keyshawn Johnson out of ESPN, uh, he talked on first take today, and he was putting Derek Carr over guys like Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson. I think that's insane. Uh, Still not there yet, but he's been playing very well. He's been playing very well. I'm happy to see that. He and uh, he, Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes are the only guys I believe to throw for over four thousand yards and under ten interceptions for back-to-back years. Um, yeah, he's playing very well. I mean, I can't fault Derek Carr in this performance. Uh, Henry Ruggs, no, I mean nothing to say there. They're finally utilizing their first-round pick very well. Five receptions, one hundred thirteen yards, and a touchdown. His deep ball route route was great and. Arib, he he broke through that defense like 
like that. It was great to watch. Um, but the biggest takeaway here was, of course, Ben Roethlisberger. He has a rib injury, uh, bruised ribs. Um, interesting to see how that'll go because they can't. If, I mean, there's no point even talking about. It's like the Texans. There's no point talking about the Steelers if uh, if Ben Roethlisberger is not playing. So there's almost no point in talking about them when he is playing. Like this offense. I mean, offensive line. Guess what? Not good. And because of that, their first round investment. Not good unless you're throwing the ball to him, right? And then you, Big Ben is just not throwing that accurately unless it's due to, unless it's to Deontay Johnson or Juju Smith-Schuster, like two yards away from the line of scrimmage. Chase Claypool needs to get more involved. And I think Chase is playing decently well, but it's just he's not getting the accuracy from his not quarterback. Getting, getting, yep, this exactly. offense is putting up 17 points against the Raiders' defense. And maybe, just maybe, the Raiders' defense is actually not like bottom five in the league. Right. No, I'm, I'm willing to bet they aren't right, but it's still 17 points against an average defense. Maybe they'll be better than what we think overall throughout the season, but are hey, you man, willing they, to, they hand, are you willing to hit the panic the button? Yeah. For the Steelers. Cause I, I feel like I low key am willing to hit the panic button a little bit. Like I am. So, worried. Um, if Ben, if big Ben is not, if big Ben's not hundred percent, yeah, hit the, he can scream the panic button. You can smash the panic button. Um, yeah, because they as impressive as they looked against Cleveland, they're screwed without Ben Roethlisberger in that game and this game and any game going forward. Um, the defense can only take you so far, as they would say. So, if Dwayne Haskins is going to be if Dwayne Haskins is the second string quarterback, I mean, I don't even know if he won the job from Mason Rudolph to be backup. And if he's the second string quarterback, may God bless them. Um, we can move on. Uh, but yeah, uh, there's nothing to really talk about the Steelers outside of that. Najee Harris did get his first touchdown in the season, so shout out to him. But no, that that even there, like you pick Najee Harris in the first round. Maybe you had and other. It's a receiving touchdown as his first touchdown. Yeah, exactly. It's not a rushing touchdown. I know. It, it, I mean, it, it's we'll see. We'll see how the season goes, man. We'll move on. Pat's Jets. Uh, in division game, uh, Pat's irrelevant. Got the job done. Irrelevant game. Both Pat's two did rookies. what they usually do, right? Um, Zach Wilson. I think the only thing I can talk about in this game is Zach Wilson threw more picks than I imagined. Four picks is ridiculous. I don't know. I mean, and, and looking back at the picks, I mean, a lot of them were his fault. He threw the ones that it's were him playing straight. hero ball, man. Like yeah, he doesn't know what the, he's doing. He's trying to make a that's play. The, that's, that's the problem, right? He's and he has to. He has to play hero ball if he wants to. He has to, to play. Game. He has to. Yeah. So, I mean, he was being a bit ambitious. Some of the throws were like right to them, though. I mean, like it was like it was as if like you're throwing the ball to me. It was like what? Like give me the ball, please. I'm I'm begging for it, and he gave him to. Him. So, I mean, it, it, at the end of the day. It, it is what it is. I mean, Mac Jones was like, okay. Uh, Damian Harris had a great touchdown. He had a great 20-yard touchdown. He broke away, I think, like seven or eight tackles on his beast mode type beat. Um, but, yeah, there's nothing to talk about this game. We can move on. Yep, and we can move on to the Saints-Panthers. Panthers won in Carolina 26-7. to They're currently a 2-0 and more. And my takeaway, right? Before I even talk about how good Sam Darnold looked, they're the best team in the about- NFC South. <laughs> this is my takeaway, though, right? Derek Brown, Yator Gross Matos, Jeremy Chin, Troy Pride, Kenny Robinson, Bravian Rowe, Stanley Thomas Oliver, JC Horn. That's eight straight picks that uh, over the last two years, eight straight picks that. Uh, the Panthers used to invest in defense and that's not including Brian Burns on the 2019 draft, right? Guess what? 
a bunch of young, athletic, very good defensive players, and you put them all on one team, eventually they're going to click. And guess what? I think they're starting to click now. Like, (laughs) that's what I think. Like, my biggest takeaway is, you know what? I feel like with Joe Brady and Sam Donald, Sam Donald's a competent quarterback, might even be great if he, you know, with given time in the system and offensive line, right? But for me, I feel like we have a lot of good offensive teams I'm all that we think, you know what? They're great. They're going to make the playoffs. But are they legitimate contender? Are they going to be here for the long haul? And usually, unless it's like, you know, the Chiefs or like Tom Brady's teams, right? No. But the teams that usually end up being great playoff teams end up having a good defense. And I feel like that's how uh, our guy Matt Rule wanted to build this team. He wanted to build it strong with, on the defensive front. And he did that. And I'm just interested to see how good this defense is going to be with Derek Brown and Hassan Reddick in free agency, obviously. It's Shaq Thompson playing well at the linebacker position. I'm excited, yes, to see Sam Donald play football and see him like every week he's going to get better and better, right? Two touchdowns this week, uh, one, uh, one pick, obviously, but 305 yards. He played a great game. But this defense was able to hold a Saints team that put up 35 po- 38 points rather against the Packers defense, which isn't that good. But if you put up 38 points against the Packers, they held them to seven. Jameis Winston threw two picks, 50% completion rate, 100 yards, right? Just let that sink in. A defense that's this young just did that. I don't want to go a uh, Legion of Boom level yet, but like, I'm excited to see what this young type of defense can do because I feel like the NFL is lacking on sort of young quality defenses that like, I don't know, I'm kind of excited to watch. And I feel like the Carolina Panthers could be that. And that's my takeaway from this game. If their defense can play well, then yeah, there's no reason why they shouldn't be winning more games. Yeah, I mean, Panthers look great, Reeb. I mean, it, it, it not, I mean, Sam Darnold, I mean, he's, he must be excited as hell that he's starting off the season 2-0. I mean, this is great. I mean, what, that's like two more wins than he's had in his uh, Jets career, right? Yeah, it's, it's crazy. I mean, it's absolutely crazy. I mean, Christian McCaffrey, I mean, we, we don't need to talk about him. DJ Moore did his part. But, like, yeah, Reeve, it's just like – I also didn't expect the Saints to get beat down like this. We both predicted the Saints to win this game considering they just absolutely torched Pack the Packers, but I guess like the Packers were just not there that night. And clearly, I mean, this was the Saints team that we expected entering into this season. And I guess that's what we're seeing now. Jameis Winston at quarterback. He did not look good at all. Coming off of a four touchdown game. This is five the last thing. Touchdown. Five touchdown game. This is the last thing I expected. Yeah. Um, um Saints receivers are wary. Where? I mean, like non-existent. I don't know. Marquez Holloway, where did he? Marquez Callaway, where did he go? Camara did nothing this game. I mean, absolutely nothing. Like nothing. He did nothing. I mean, it was ridiculous. Eight carries, five yards a reap. And his largest carry was five yards. So at a time he was in negative yardage. Uh I'm willing to hit the panic button on the Saints because oh no you can you've you because last week them all even even with like the Packers like putting up that many points it was a bunch of short fields right like Jameson's two through like 14 he had 14 completions like 180 yards no yeah he, again he has the NFL record for game. the most he had the he has the NFL record for the most uh touchdowns mm-hmm. with under 200 yards it's 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 insane yeah it's not an efficient offense and I'm willing to hit the panic button on them similar to the Steelers because 
I think this team is going to be offensively handicapped and we'll see how that will like lead, like how, like whether or not that prediction, like will be like come to fruition or whatever, but I am worried for the Saints. Yeah. As a team that we both had in our top 14, uh, it's not, it's not looking good right now. If you're, if you're a Saints fan, we can move on to the Niners Eagles. You can take it away here. Um, then I'll follow up after you. A team I'm not willing to hit the panic button on. But uh, both the Niners, eh, yeah, both the Niners and the Eagles, right? Terrible game for the Niners. Even worse game for the Eagles. The Eagles actually probably outplayed the Niners. Jimmy Garoppolo did not look good. Even when he, uh, even at the end of the game where like he had a t- uh, touchdown pass, right? But didn't look well, uh, didn't look good at all. George Kittle didn't look good. Apparently this Niners injury bug is continuing because like they're going to have like, I think, they're going to go through like eight running backs or something like that already. Like it's ridiculous. Um, Elijah Mitchell got hurt. Jim Michael Hasty got hurt. Trey Sermon got hurt. Like, I, I don't know. I guess Kyle, you got to play running back now. My takeaway though, is for the Eagles. And as an Eagles fan, I am a bit worried, right? Like this, this offense could move the ball, but they couldn't score for like the life of them at all. And then I got to remember, we have a rookie head coach with, essentially a rookie quarterback right and uh i just sort of calmed down i'm not expecting the eagles to win a lot of games this year but at least we've seen players like quez Watkins and jalen rager and dallas goddard and kenny gamewell and smith like make these plays so you know what this is the type of game that like i kind of expected them to lose almost like this is a classic philadelphia eagles loss like they should have like they would have lost the game in Doug Peterson's time too, right? Like 2019, 2020. But at least they're doing it with a rookie head coach, and I have some sort of optimism. And for the Niners, like it is what it is. But I think Jimmy Garoppolo uh, sort of got saved. His job got saved. But we'll see if his job is going to be saved next week uh, if he plays as bad as he played in the first half. Because if he plays like how we played early, then uh. It's going to be the Trey Lance show uh, sooner rather than later. So that's my takeaways from this game. And that's the show we're waiting on. Reeb. I guarantee you this team will probably zoom through that and that division once Trey Lance is in. And I, and I can definitely tell there is a difference between Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo. It's not like Justin Fields and Andy Dalton up for the Bears. It's not like that, dude. I, I genuinely believe it's, there's a huge difference between uh, Jimmy G and, uh, and Trey Lance. And as time will tell. Well, as they say, and on the Eagles side, Jalen Hurts is putting the team on his back, bro. I'll be honest. I mean, quarterback wise, he didn't do the best, but yeah, he put this team straight on the back, straight up on the back. And Quez Watkins, surprised he took the wide receiver one duties today. I don't know where Devontae Smith was. Probably uh, watch it. He probably had a, he probably was hungover watching Alabama versus Florida. Great game on Saturday. Um, I don't know where. Devontae Smith was in this game. He no, was open. I can tell you that much. He was open as he, he was. usually is, but it's just a young offense trying to get in the flow of things. And he was they faced That's a really point. bad Falcons defense, right? And now they faced a competent to good defense and they uh didn't play well. That's what the, that's what it comes down to. I think that no eleven you, points. Eleven points is unacceptable. Seventeen points by the Niners is also unacceptable because the Eagles defense respectfully re- it's not all of that. You, Eagles defense is a top 10 defense. 
but uh, you can't seven or it was points. it was before Brandon Graham got hurt. yeah now uh, yeah now Achilles tear out for the season but and he missed we'll most see. of the game so uh, that's my point it's just like you you, you can't 17-11 not a really a great game for either team more so Eagles of course since they got the L but the Niners did not look great by any means uh we can move on from this game uh Falcons Buccaneers this game was kind of close three quarters in surprising to me for sure uh Kyle Pitts finally has had his good game of the year. Uh five receptions, 73 yards. Uh, but the biggest takeaway here, Matty Ice still got it, 300 yards and two TDs. Uh, but yeah, t- Tom Brady, man, nine touchdowns in two games. Incredible. Uh 276 yards and five touchdowns. And he was throwing touchdowns like it was nothing, Arabia. It's like it was raining, raining footballs. I mean, it was beautiful um performance by Tom Brady. Uh, you set up in a perfect position to win this game and 48 25. What the scoreboard says 48 25, it was pretty close three quarters into the game, and then the Bucks just broke it away. And mm-hmm. uh, two yeah, great, two back to back pick sixes for uh, Mike Edwards, I believe, on the, the Bucks team to make it a, a game. Um, for me, my takeaway. Falcons still suck. It's just that it's a division game. So obviously it's going to be gonna closer. They're going to try. Yeah, it's going to be closer. Yeah. And, and this um, game wasn't close by the scoreboard. They lost by 23 points, but it was, it was a three point game entering into the fourth quarter. You know? So, so I mean, um, take that as you wish. We can move on. Vikings, move on. Cardinals, Vikings are 0 2. One of the by. games of the year. One of the games of the year for sure. Um, great game, man. Great game. Absolutely great game. Yeah, and uh, Kirk Cousins. I mean, we've all Kirk Cousins. I feel like every time we badmouth him on the show, he he has a great week. The next week, I feel like there's like a, a direct correlation. Like the p value is less than zero point zero five on this shit because clearly, when it's because of us, he had a good game and no other reason. Three touchdowns, uh, nine incompletions. Played a pretty good game. Dalvin Cook had a great game as well. Uh, Kyler Murray and the Vikings had the lead earlier in this game. Uh, I think they went, did they go into halftime with the lead? I want to say, I forget. No, I think they were losing at halftime, but it was like a one point game and it ended up as a one point game. The Vikings should have won. And guess what? Blair Walsh's ghost came back and uh, he, he shanked the field goal instead of, uh, instead of right. I think he shanked it left or the other way around, I guess, whichever way he shanked it, he shanked it. They should have won this game by two points. They don't. I am not concerned yet for the Vikings, though. I feel like their offense is playing well, and their defense just faced the Cardinals. I want to see them face, like, if they allow 34 points to a worse offense, then, yeah, I'm willing to hit the panic button, but not yet. Uh, And Kyler Murray, I mean, he played a typical Kyler Murray game. So it is what it is. Rondell Moore, the rookie, (laughs) seven catches, 114 yards, one touchdown. We saw all that happen. My one takeaway, though, for the Cardinals that does – give me a little bit of like hesitancy is that I expected this defense to come off a great week one performance sort of replicate it stop down cooking his tracks and they didn't do that so we'll see like which Cardinals defense is the real Cardinals defense is it the week one or the week two obviously life isn't black and white it's not week one or week two it's going to be some sort of a mesh some would say week three so we'll see how this defense is actually is uh at their I guess status quo like whatever their midline um but yeah, that's my for, takeaway though yeah for me uh the vikings should have won this game uh botched kick 
crazy considering the Vikings. Uh, I mean, crazy. I mean, considering the Vikings were the the reason they went to overtime last week with the Vikings because the kicker made the kick, fifty five yarder. Then he botched this kick. Give me Blair Walsh vibes. Did you? I don't know if you watched the Vikings commentary that sh- that that made oh, me yeah, laugh I I felt so bad, hard. It made me laugh so hard. Oh my goodness. The dude said it was it was nowhere near good, bro. It was nowhere near it. Um, big takeaway from the Vikings side though, KJ Osborne, a name of probably not many people have heard of. He's been playing very well, Arib, the past two games. I mean, it's pretty crazy. He's he, he's almost stepping up to the same level as Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. Man, five of six targets for ninety-one yards and a touchdown. Uh, and then last week he had. Seven of nine targets for 76 yards. I mean, he's he's looked pretty well, man. Uh, but this is a good Vikings team that is just unfortunately 0-2. Uh, 244 yards and three touchdowns for Kirk Cousins. Like you said, I mean, when we doubt him, it just bounces back and plays well. Um, Dalvin Cook, 22 carries, 131 yards. Great game from him. But it, it's just on the Cardinals' side, as great as Kyler Murray looked, of course, 400 yards and three TDs. Makes careless throws, bro. He makes so mm-hmm. many careless throws. And, and and that's the only thing, like like I said, he's he's clear cut. Like, he will clearly win MVP if he doesn't make, like, stupid decisions. And and that's the only thing that's holding him back, honestly, because he, he's he's explosive. He's dynamic. He's getting He's, uh, he's throwing absolute dimes to Hopkins, Rondell Moore, who had seven receptions, 140, 114 yards and a touchdown today, last game. Uh, but, I mean, it all doesn't mean anything because, like, he's getting teams back in the game by making stupid decisions. And and the Cardinals know this. They shouldn't. This game should not have been close. I mean, if they blew out the Titans, you, you should be able to blow out the Vikings too. Um, Cardinals defense also – I mean, is the Vikings O-line that great? I'm surprised that that the D-line did not put more as much, uh, as much pressure as they did against the Titans. Uh, but, hey, they got the job done. I'm not ready to call the Cardinals yet, the elite of the elite teams yet. But they, they it was still a decent enough performance for me to say, all right, that, that, it's a win. A win is a win. So we can move on if you, if you have anything else to add. Now we can move on to Cowboys-Chargers. Yeah, Cowboys get the win, twenty to seventeen. We see Tony Pollard having a good game Zeke at running had back. A good game. We see, yeah, we see Zeke having it. And honestly, Tony Pollard, man, might end up actually be the better. Or uh, he's definitely the watch faster. Your words, more watch your words. Watch your words. Yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah. Watch your words. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can't say you can't but, say Zeke's better. Zeke's worse. <laughs> um, my takeaway though is right. I'm surprised by this uh this Dallas defense. They're playing well and. I'm equally surprised in a negative sense for this Chargers offense. Uh, like maybe, I mean, Justin Herbert had two picks, right? Didn't play the best game. I'm they interested gotta, to see when will the Chargers offense explode and if it's they, coming at all. Or is they this gotta just, they gotta run the ball more with Austin Eckler, bro. Nine carries isn't enough. That's oh yeah, I, mean. I agree. Like, um, and I don't know. I feel like. My takeaway, the Cowboys are probably significantly better than what we thought. And this Chargers offense, I'm just waiting to see if it's going to blow up as it did last year. And I think uh, it should. It, it, I think that blow up will come soon enough. But it will, yeah. I'm not worried for either of these teams. And I'm actually pretty high on the Cowboys now because they beat a, what I consider to be a playoff team. 
uh, no, it's yeah, a great exactly. win for them, right? Dak Prescott didn't need to throw any touchdowns, and he threw a pick as well, a really bad pick, but he played a good, efficient pick. football, right? And they ran the ball well as you know, classic Cowboys football, and they ended up getting the dub. Again, for me, the biggest standout is definitely the defense, though, for holding a pretty supposedly explosive offense for, on this Chargers side to 17 points. Um, and I will say this. If the Cowboys defense continues to play this way, then uh, I think we'll be a, we should be a seeing the Cowboys definitely making a good playoff run. Unfortunately, um, unfortunately, they, no, they, they look yeah. very good. They looked very, they looked honestly too good for my liking. Uh, they, I, I mean, even though it was a close game, 2017, uh, and they got bailed out, of course, by Greg the Leg Zerline, who other than Greg the Leg? Of course, he's been inconsistent in recent years, but regardless he's Greg the leg uh I mean this Cowboys team is looking very good um we can move on honestly just getting Austin Eckler more involved in the, I mean he had nine receptions so I can't say he's not involved at all in the offense but Keenan Allen is so also I mean these are the guys Reeb, like if Keenan Allen eight targets if you target him more and, and he gets open it's wraps bro it's wraps like him and Eckler dynamic duo bro if uh they get that clicking, the Chargers are going to be a team on notice, and they can even contend the division with the Chiefs. It's 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 uh, very competitive if uh, they can take use of that. But yeah, overall, great game by the Cowboys. I'm uh, looking for my uh, I'm looking for my guy Jalen Guyton. I want to see him have some deep ball touchdowns. I'm, Mike I'm Williams did play ball. Mike Williams yeah. did play ball. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we can move on. Uh, Titans Seahawks. This great game. game. This is this is the Titan team, Titans team I expected to see. Um, obviously week one, they, they got blown, blown out by the Cardinals, but this is the Titans I expected to see, um, entering into the season. And yeah, I mean, Derek Henry, holy crap, bro. Oh my goodness. 35 carries. This is like, this is like prototypical Derek Henry offense, 35 carries, 182 yards and three touchdowns, including a 60 yard touchdown that he just like murdered the the Seahawks defense uh yeah it took over the game absolutely took over the game AJ Brown didn't need to do anything because his idol Julio Jones came back Arib I don't know if he's if he's back for the throne but he 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 played a very good game six receptions 128 yards uh he also had a 51 yard reception which was ridiculous as well um but yeah, the biggest takeaway here for me, Arib, was that they came back. They 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 showed resiliency by coming go, being down what fifteen, and uh, coming back and getting the job done uh, in overtime as well. Yeah, I'm I'm seriously impressed by this Tennessee team. They did something the Colts couldn't do, so I'm gonna give them credit for that. And I'll be honest, they still couldn't lock up Tyler Lockett. Uh, Tyler Lockett had an insane performance as well. He had eight receptions, 178 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, DK Metcalf did okay, six receptions, 53 yards. But like, yeah, they did. Russ did cook, but it's just not enough, I guess, because the defense for the Seahawks really was just underwhelming towards the second half, and uh, that's, I guess, is the real reason why the Seahawks didn't win this game. Because I think Russell Wilson did do his part, maybe not in overtime, but he did do his part in general. So I'm not gonna, I'm gonna cut him some slack there, but. Yeah, overall, great comeback win for the Tennessee Titans. And they will, they're right now, clear-cut favorites to win this division for me. And I need to see more 
to change my mind on that. Agreed. Um, other than Christian Fulton, this Tennessee Titans defense is terrible. And in order to win games, you're going to have to score more points than they allow. And I think they're going to be have to score like high 20s a lot of these games minimum to win these games. And that's that was just the case in point here. 33 points in overtime to win. I'm impressed by their offense, their offensive resiliency. Right? I think A.J. Brown is eventually going to be playing well. He's just got to, you know, it's early season, whatever is bothering him. We'll see. Uh, I'm not worried about this Titans offense. I am worried about this defense. And again, that's probably why they aren't like a, a high caliber team for me. Like, I don't think I might have them. I don't think I'll ever have them like inside the top eight, probably this season, unless they fix their defense for me though. The most interesting thing of this game. Yeah. Derek Henry had is we all expected it. Eventually the Seattle Seahawks team. Guess what? It sucks. Again, this offensive line sucks. This defense is kind of average other than their two plus players. And I guess like quadre digs, otherwise it's kind of average and they couldn't set, they couldn't get enough pressure uh, on our boy. Unless it was Bobby Wagner uh, blitzing. Dude, my takeaway though, offensive line for like the 18,000th year in a row, it sucks. And when they need the offensive line to protect Russell Wilson, they couldn't. And he had a, a bunch of sacks late in the fourth and overtime and a ton of pressures. And that was the game, right? And credit to Tennessee, but I'm going to put more blame on this the Seattle Seahawks offensive line that I'm going to put on this Tennessee Titans terrible defense. And it's going to be another year where like the Seattle team, they're going to have a ton of wins, but it's going to be Russell Wilson who should probably win MVP every year since like 2017 at this point. Uh, it's just, man, I just wish Russell Wilson was on a good, like a great roster and he's not. And that's my takeaway. Uh, it's kind of sad to be honest. We can move on the chiefs Ravens game of the week, uh, Thursday night, uh, sorry, Sunday night football. Lamar Jackson. We were. I was so happy by the result of this game. Oh, I was as well. I hate. Oh the Chiefs, my. Right? Oh my goodness. This the is key beautiful. to Lamar Jackson, though, right? The key: run the ball as much as possible, and then let him throw efficiently, and no, you'll yeah. win the game. No, That's you'll the win key. any game against anybody too, because their defense is not the. Sh- I mean, thirty-five points. It's the Chiefs, right? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fault them for that. But like, dude. Quarterback wise, he didn't play. He didn't play awful, but like, dude, look at his running game, bro. 16, 16 attempts. We're not gonna call it carries. One hundred and seven yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, you can't. That's that's op Arib. as as uh, that's big trust. Um, I mean, I, there's nothing to really. This game, there's not really too much to talk about because Lamar Jackson was in MVP form. So, and when he's in MVP form, they are unstoppable. Great. Great play by great decision by Lamar Jackson himself and Jim Harbaugh to Joe, uh, John Harbaugh to show the trust in his quarterback. Do you want to go for it? Hell yeah, let's get the job done. Got the job done on fourth and one, and he got it easily. So, I mean, and he knew he knew he can get it, and I knew he would gonna get he was gonna get it too. So, I mean, great game from the Ravens. Chiefs also had a great game too. I mean, there's not really too much to fall on the Chiefs offense. Patrick Mahomes did a great three, three, uh, 343 yards, three touchdowns. Um, the biggest bum on this Kansas City team, though, by far has been Clyde Edwards Elaire. I mean, dude did nothing. He fumbled the ball. They, they fumbled the game, essentially, with Clyde Edwards Elaire fumbling the ball late in that game. Uh, otherwise, of course, the Chiefs would have won this game 
like most likely like 95% sure the Chiefs would have won this game. But regardless, man, I mean, they had the chance to stop them on fourth down and they didn't. So, I mean, kudos to the Ravens and they got the job done. And Marquise uh, Brown, six receptions, 113 yards and a touchdown. Um, off the podcast, Reeb, there's going to be an interesting uh, story I need to tell you about Marquise Brown related to this game. Uh, I'll tell you after this podcast because I don't know if it is safe to say it in podcast, but great game from Marquise Brown. But yeah, overall great one from the Ravens. Yeah, I mean, you hit on all of that, right? It was a great game. Run the ball with Lamar. Again, you're not going to stop this Chiefs offense. Everyone's open at all times. You just need to make key plays in key moments on the defense side of the ball. And then you need your, uh, you need to be aggressive. And on fourth down, huge big balls play by uh, our guy, John Harbaugh and Lamar. And they ran it and they won the game. And if they don't run it, guess what? You're punting it. And I'm probably going to guess Patrick Mahomes wins that game. So Either way, I think it's it was a lose lose situation, right? Oh so. yeah, they, they they I think deep down, coach knew that they were going to lose this game if if Mahomes was back on the field, and he made the right call. Uh, trust in his quarterback, and Lamar Jackson got the job done. So, yeah, great win by the Ravens, and now the Raiders are the best team in that division. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, right, we should we should be happy about that. We can move on. Uh, Giants against Washington football team here is uh, Daniel Jones elite. Yeah, Daniel Jones, bro. I mean, we're talking about Lamar Jackson being mobile quarterback. Daniel Jones is like, he's secretly becoming a mobile quarterback, bro. I think he's like, I mean, last year, of course, he had that. He had, he almost had a ninety-five yard touchdown. That that like, and then he he tripped, of course. But like, I mean, Daniel Jones ninety-five yards rushing, bro. I mean, that's the last thing I expected from Daniel Jones. Uh, and a touchdown. Yeah, is Daniel Jones secretly a leader? I don't know. He had a great game, though. So, I mean, I'm surprised more that the Giants' defense allowed 30 points to this Washington football team offense. That's honestly what I'm more surprised by. Mm -hmm. Taylor Heineke looked great. Um, Terry McLaurin looked great. Yeah, I mean, I'm just truly surprised by that. I I need to see Antonio Gibson more involved in this offense. That's my uh, only hindrance on this Washington football team offense, but Oh, other than that, they look great. And then on D de- and yeah, I can truly say this. The reason the Giants lost this game was because of the defense. So uh, I don't expect that many more miscues from the Giants defense because they are a very good defensive team. So um, we'll see uh, how things go. But Washington football team one and one. So, yeah, we can move on unless you have anything else to add. Yeah. Um, this Washington football team defense kind of questionable. Great signs from Danny Jones here. Obviously, we want him. Uh, like, even as like him being a division in my division, the same division as the Philadelphia Eagles, I do want Daniel Jones to play well. Like, I don't want bad for any players ever. But this is a great sign for the except Patrick Mahomes. Even, say it again. Except Patrick Mahomes. Oh yeah, except Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Um, this is a great showing for the the Danny Jones fan club, if there was one. I don't know if there was one, but if there was one, then they're having a party. Uh, yeah, I, I'm just excited to see what happens later on. Obviously, the late uh, flag and uh, off the on the offsides that essentially led to the, the them blowing the game. 
for a team that's a uh, coached by a former Patriots head coach, they sure do get a ton of penalties, man. That's that's what I've got to say. Like it's not a good look. Uh, but other than that, I think we are good to move on to our uh, power rankings. Them all, if you are. Yeah, Amal, can you hear me? I'm on mute. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna last week. Uh, last week we made our top 14, and this week it's probably gonna be way different. Uh, as I was saying in mute. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the, I mean, we're. I'm looking forward to see what we have. Mine has definitely changed up big time. Arebs is probably gonna change in the latter half, but yep. we can move on. Uh, first, of course, Tampa Bay two and zero. Um, nothing to really talk about here. Tom Brady, MVP question mark, question mark, question mark. Nine touchdowns through two games. Uh, you can't you can't debate that when it comes to MVP MVP conversation. Uh, you, I'm pretty sure you have the same. Oh uh, yeah, Bucks. Same. I, I'm assuming you have the Chiefs at two too. Yes. Yep. Chiefs though, for me, there is a slight tear break almost between the Bucks and the Chiefs for me, purely because the Chiefs' defense is, like, terrible, man. Like, it, it's very bad. They're not uh, they couldn't tackle all. anybody, couldn't stop anything. Like, it, it's a question mark for me. But To be fair, it was, it was, it was, the, it was the Ravens' offense. So. And yeah, it was but I feel Lamar like they did it last best. week too, right? Like, yeah, but the thing is, they, 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 at least with last week, they, they closed the job done by picking off Baker Mayfield. So at least even though they had a bad defense, they at least closed it on a high on the defensive side of the ball. Um, three, I'm assuming you have the Rams as well. Yep, no change for me in the top three. Uh, I think no change for you as well. Actually, no, you dropped Seattle, right? Yes, yeah, Seattle. Seattle is, is now outside of my yeah. So Seattle was in my uh, top. No, yeah, Seattle was number three for me. Uh, but they've moved down. Rams have moved up, of course, since the Rams beat the Colts and Seattle Seahawks lost to the Titans. Uh, yeah, so the Rams moved up from uh, four to three. Fourth for me. So I don't know if I'm just super high on beating the Titans, but four for me, Reeb, You're gonna be cra- you're gonna be crazy when I hear when I say this. Four for me is the Arizona Cardinals, even though they did not look the best. And it is it is crazy to hear that because they should have lost. But, like, I mean, Kyler Murray is just looking too damn good. So uh, he's building up an early MVP case for me. Uh, it, it is pretty high. It's pretty bold to put them at four because they could easily be, like, 14 as well. But, uh yeah, I'm I'm very happy to see how the Cardinals are performing to the games and being the Cardinals and being the Titans and the Vikings. So right now they're looking like the second best team in the NFC West. So I don't know. We'll see how things go from there. Interesting. Okay. So I still have Cleveland at four from last week. Literally no change. And I have Arizona at five, same from last week as well. I understand that uh like why you'd have Arizona that high at four. I have no problems with it whatsoever. Uh, Arizona, for me, I'm just betting on their defense. Like, is their exactly. defense more week yeah. one or week two? Right. Exactly. I that's, think it's more a, of a hybrid. Thing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That, that that's the only thing you have to worry about there. 
Um, yeah, five for me. I, I also have Cleveland at five. Uh, so we just have those. We have the same top five, just four and five are swapped. Uh, yeah, and the only reason I have Cleveland at five is because it's the Texans and not the Vikings that they that they beat. Um, and yeah, it wasn't like a super impressive one by any means. So that's why I'm going to keep them at five. But also to be fair, there was no receiving core that break Baker Mayfield had. So I'll cut him some slack there. Um, six for me, I have Baltimore. Uh, I don't know if you have Baltimore at six, but uh, the Ravens looked very good, of course, against the Chiefs. So uh, for me, they're number six. An increase from where they were last week at nine. Yeah, I, I have Green Bay staying at six. For me, I'm, I have no change in my outlook for them because I knew they were going to come out and they were going to smash the Lions. Uh, their defense for me is still a worry, I think, against elite of the elite offenses, and we'll see how that plays. But right now, uh, Green Bay, I don't really have a reason to doubt them, honestly. On offense, they're going to be fine. They just had a bad week one, and it's probably going to be the worst game of Aaron Rodgers' career. Probably the worst game we're going to see him play the rest of his career. So I think that's an outlier for me. They're more of this week two team, and We'll see. Hopefully this defense doesn't start Kevin King and it actually starts Eric Stokes, the rookie, and there'll be a good defense because Kevin King is a certified bum. You can put me out there and there'd be no difference in play. So, No, yeah, Kevin King's a bum. Seven for me, Bills. Uh, yeah, they were last week, I believe they were they Six. were sixth for me last week. Seven, they moved down seven. And, uh, and it's not even because they – it's hard for me to move them down because – they they looked flawless. It was just I thought teams have just increased their level of play. So that's why they just moved down to seven. And then of course Green Bay's moved up. So I haven't talked about them yet. But yeah, I have the Bills at seven. Um for me, I have Seattle at seven and I have the Bills at eight. And the difference is just quarterback them all. Like the Bills, way better team arguably way better coach at this moment in time. But one team has Russell Wilson and one has Josh Allen who, yeah, he played well, but I still am waiting for this offense to sort of boom. Like I know they put up 35 points, but you know what I mean? Like hit on these deep passes. Not definitely. All of that. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, that's what I'm waiting for. That's why I have Seattle higher because Seattle is doing that on the offensive side of the ball. Buffalo isn't. And uh, until Buffalo does that, I'm not going to move them in much higher to be honest. But yeah, I, I want them to have an elite offense. That's what everyone yeah. thought they'd have, and they haven't shown it yet two weeks in. No, it definitely hasn't. Yeah, definitely. Um, number eight, I have Seattle. Um, so we have that swapped here. Um, nine for me, I have the Green Bay Packers at nine, moving up from one last year. They were at 10th for me. Now they're ninth. Uh, yeah. Just have to see an impressive win for me to move them back to where they were at, like top three. They, they got to get back to my good graces for me to move them back up to there. Fair enough. I had the Ravens at three. I moved them up three spots, actually. I had them at number 12 last week. You had them at nine, yeah. yeah. Yeah, very impressive win for me last week. It just... <sighs> Lamar Jackson, for me, is just a bit too unreliable i think when it comes pa- to passing the ball yeah Say it again? streaky yeah streaky i think is the perfect way to like describe him like two picks to start off this game one pick six he's still not an elite passer i don't think he 
he hasn't improved that much as a passer from his second year to his third and his fourth. It's just that he's the same runner and that's what you're going to get. And that running plays, it's explosive. That offense is an explosive offense, but when they have to pass to win, I don't think they can do it with Lamar. So, and again, he has like two fumbles last week, uh, two picks, two fumbles the week before. Like, I want to see him stop turning the ball over. I get they won, but like, it's not a good sight. And if they face a good defense, then they're not going to get away with that. No, it was definitely an impressive win. They beat arguably the best team yeah. in the AFC. So, I mean, I'm not going to like, yeah, they definitely are going to move up. But yeah, I got what you mean there. Um, 10th for me to round up my top 10. I have the Cowboys at top, at my number 10 spot. They beat the Chargers fair and square. They looked great doing it too. Um, yeah, the, I, I had no issues. Um putting them there because they looked honestly they looked spectacular um Dak of course could have played better but he got the job done still because the the running the running game was monstrous 180 yards combined on uh, on 29 carries yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna put the Cowboys on my 10th spot Toronto my top 10 and for me it's a it's actually the same of all I have also have Dallas at four for me Dak is playing great and their offense is starting to get back together. Their defense is the key for me, though. If they play good football consistently, then, yeah, the sky's the limit for this Dallas Cowboys team, exactly what you said. And yeah, to, move and to round up, yeah, 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 you got it. To move into the top 10, uh, I think we're going to we're gonna do like a top 14 this year because 14 teams make the playoffs, right? I moved yeah. San Francisco down from 10 to number 11. Uh, As did I. Great, As did I, yep. Yeah, I mean, they're a great team, right? But the question marks there, guess what? It's Jimmy G. And it's a big question mark for me. And the running game, I get they, they face Philly, so I'm not like too worried about it. But their running back injuries are big, uh, sort, of, sort of a question mark for me. But other than that, great team, just they got hurt. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, feel that. yeah, it is what it is. Um, um, at number 12, 12, I have the Raiders at 12. Ooh, interesting. I have um, the Chargers above the Raiders currently. Uh, I have the Chargers at 12 where they were last week for me. I have them still at 12. Um, yeah, they, they even though they lost, they haven't. They still look decently good against the Cowboys. So for me, um, yeah, I have the Chargers at 12. 13, I have – yeah, 13, I'll have the Raiders at 13. Yeah, I'll have the Raiders at 13. Um, and then 14 to round up my top 14, I'll put, uh, the Steelers at 14. Yeah. Steelers, the Steelers look good. Um, even though they, they're lost last week, they, they still look good week one, right? They beat the Browns. So, um, they were in my, no, they weren't, they were in my top 10 last week. They were eighth, but you can't, I, I still kept them in my top 14. So they went from, they went down from eight to 14. Okay, but, so you moved them down six spots. Um, for my number is, thirteen, which is fair, I'm pretty sure, right? Oh, yeah, that's fair. I moved them down five spots. They're out of my top fourteen right now. They're at number sixteen. Uh, I have the Raiders at uh, wait, I had the Raiders at twelve. They're my biggest riser of the week, uh, along with Dallas. I have the Chargers at thirteen, and then I have New England at fourteen. New England, New England for me, still, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that. Great defense, I'm all a New England. Great team overall. They just need efficient quarterback play, and they'll be fine. And the Chargers, I'm still waiting for this offensive boom, but they're one and one, and they have pretty good defense. Yeah, and rounding out right outside my top 14, mm-hmm. um, the two and O teams, of course, the Broncos, 
the the Panthers are right outside, and the Titans and the Pats. Yeah, to round that out. And the Saints, by the way, they've they were a team that we both had in our top ten. No, I did not add them at eleven, but Reap had them in their top ten. The Saints are now down to 19 for me. They were at 11 last week. They've moved down significantly. Uh, I know we're not going to get to top 20 because then obviously it'll get too long. But, yeah, they've definitely significantly moved down for me, um, the New Orleans Saints. Mm -hmm. To round up mine, at 15, I had the Titans. They're my – I guess they weren't even on my list last week, and they bounced back. So, great for them. 16, Steelers, second biggest fallers. They fell five spots. Again, I just have question marks about this offense and Big Ben. And 17, I have the New, England, uh, New Orleans Saints. They moved down eight spots a mall for me. It's a loss you can't have. I still trust Sean Payne. I think it's sort of a one-off thing, hopefully. But if it's not, then I have massive question marks and red flags about this offense. And then at 18, I'd have the Panthers just because they had a very impressive win. Yeah, um, and then also the, the Dolphins were in my top 14 last week. Uh, they, they were a team that you didn't have in your top 14, but I did. Uh, Dolphins have moved to 20. They have not, they did not look, they did not look impressive at all. So, um, and they're not going to look f- impressive for the f- next week, maybe two weeks. So yeah, they're, they're well outside the top 14 for me. Also a big drop, but yeah, we can move on to But now that we got our power rankings done to our predictions uh, for week three, another pretty decent slate of football games this week. Um, we can start with a Thursday night game with the Panthers versus the Texans. The Panthers are eight point favorites as they should be. Um, this is one of the teams It's crazier. This is still one of the teams that are intending to get Deshaun Watson. So Deshaun Watson could be watching this game and looking at his future team. You never know. Um, but yeah, um, week one, Week three, I should say, Panthers are going to roll to three and zero, which is pretty crazy. But uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Panthers here um, on the road against the Texans. Yeah, I mean they're starting the general Davis Mills. That's what I'm going to call him from now on. And he is not a general. He's not sort of poised at all. And he's going to, for lack of better words, he's going to shit the bed. So <laughs> I'm picking the no, Panthers as well. No, Cardinals Jags. Also an easy game for the Cardinals. Uh, they should roll the three and a no issues here. Yeah, we can Without move question. on. Uh, yeah, seven and a half point favorites. They should be higher favored. Falcons, yeah, we can move on. Falcons, Giants. Giants. This is a good game. One. This is yeah. actually a good game, even though they're both zero and two. This is a very good game. Will be competitive. I'm going to take the Giants here, though. I think they'll get their first win on the season. Considering, yeah, I, I think the Giants will definitely get their first win of the year. Here. Yeah, this Falcons D is non-existent. We can move yeah, on. So, yeah, we Ravens move on. in Detroit. Ra- right? This is a good. Ravens. This this could be a good game. Ravens are eight point favorites. Um, I'm probably gonna take the Ravens, of course. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it's hard a to big pick quarterback against. discrepancy here. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to pick against Lamar against Jared Goff. Exactly. Yeah. Um, this is a good game though. Reeb next Bears Browns. Bears are seven point dogs. Browns are seven point favorites, or other way around. Um, in Cleveland, I'm gonna take the upset here. I'm gonna be on the Justin Fields bandwagon, and I'm gonna say the Bears are gonna win this game. That's my upset of the week. Yeah, that will be my upset of the week. Yeah, I just can't go with you there. I mean, no, Justin of course Fields- you can't. Not because you can't, because OBJ is coming back, right? And OBJ is coming back. I will be watching this game for sure. I will be watching this game, but 
Cleveland's a significantly better team. They have a better offensive line, a better offense. Like I understand why you're picking them. Like, cause as long as Justin Fields plays good football and this bears defense shows up, it'll be a game. It'll be a really good game. But I think it's expecting a bit too much from Justin Fields too early. I think personally, but fair enough. Uh, who knows? We'll see. Uh, we'll know in uh, about four days, a uh, Bengals. And if they Pittsburgh. Did, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bengals. This is a good game. Steelers are three point favorites, but they, they would normally be way more, but you don't know with big Ben, right? Is big Ben going to play this game? Or is big Ben not going to play this game? Um, yeah. I need to check if he's, if, what's he on the injury report? Because that does, that does actually matter. He's doing everything he can to play versus Cincinnati. So it looks like he will play. Um, and if he is playing, I'm going to take the Steelers. Yeah. This will be a close game, though. It'll be a close game, I think. But for me, I take the Steelers purely because I think this Bengals offense is going to be Melvin Ingram and TJ Watt. They're going to be wrecking havoc, I think, personally. And it's just not going to be a fun day for uh, our boy, Joe Burrow. It'll be a close game, though, for sure. And we'll see what happens. I mean, the Bengals upset the Steelers last year with Ryan Finley at quarterback. So. There's no reason why this shouldn't be an interesting game. Yeah, we can move on. Colts, Titans, I don't think we'll be able to guard either Julio Jones or A.J. Brown. Kenny Moore has not looked impressive at all this season. Um, yeah, I'm expecting the Titans to win, and they covered the spread. They, and if if Carson Wentz plays, he's not going to be at 100%. There, there's no point even talking about this game. Colts are going to lose this game. Titans are going to win. I hope I'm wrong, but, yeah, I'm going to take the Titans here. If Carson Wentz plays, I'm going to go with the Colts, man. If Carson Wentz plays. If Carson Wentz plays. Yeah, we'll find out game day then. Yeah, that's it'll fair. Be, uh, yeah, it'll be uh, – I have it written as Titans slash Colts depending on Carson Wentz. That's crazy. Minutes. I thought uh, – yeah, I mean, that, that is a, that, that's a bold prediction. Out of Dude, you. Carson Wentz, I know he's going to be injured, but he's a gunslinger. This Titans defense sucks. For me, it's, I think it's Braden Smith. And Carson Wentz. If those two play, then I'll take the Colts. If he, they don't play, then I'm taking the Titans because they need to be able to protect Carson Wentz somewhat. And if they do, then I have full faith in Carson Wentz to play well. Uh, yeah, I we know it's an upset on. kind of, right? But, it is. It is an upset because it's in Tennessee, five and a half point favorites for Tennessee. But yeah, I feel that. Um, we can move on. Chargers, Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs are six and a half point favorites. This will be a very close game. Probably will go down to the last drive. Um, Herbert versus Mahomes. Uh, I guarantee you there will be some BS way that the Chiefs are going to win this game. So I'm going to take the Chiefs by like a field goal. They will not cover the spread. I'm also taking the Chiefs purely because we haven't seen the Chargers offense yet, like be explosive. And this is probably and the we're best see game the, for them. We're probably going to see them this week. <laughs> yeah, because the Chiefs defense sucks, right? We're going to see it this week. But until they do, I won't like bet on it. No, yeah, but this will be a very good game. That 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 game will be very intense. I can guarantee you. Um, I would be shocked if it ended in more than a touchdown difference. Uh, we can move on to Saints Pats. Pats are three point favorites. This is a good test for Mac Jones against uh, playing against the Saints defense. Uh, I'm gonna lean towards New Orleans here actually because I don't know how Mac Jones is gonna. I don't know how he, he did face the Dolphins week one. Didn't, he did. They did lose, um, but I think Jameis is going to bounce back. And I get, I get. It's in, uh, it's in, uh, Matt, it's in uh, Gillette. So automatically, the Pats should be able to win this game. But I don't know. 
I'm leaning towards New Orleans though here. I'm going the opposite way from you. I'm leaning towards New England here. They have a, a pre- they probably have a better defense than the the Panthers do. And it's in Gillette. It's gonna be a hard game, man. That I is just, true, though. Yeah, they do. Uh, it's crazy how teams can fluctuate so much from week to week. May who knows? Maybe the Saints are gonna put on a show, but yeah, I that's that, that, don't yeah. see it. I feel that. I feel that. Um, we can move on. Washington football team against Bills. Um, Bills are seven and a half point favorites. It's, it, it's in Buffalo. There's no excuses why the Bills can't win this game, and that's why I'm picking the Bills. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably pick the Washington football team if they it actually showed they had a good defense and they haven't shown it throughout the first two weeks. So I would take Buffalo this as an upset well. pick normally too. Yeah, I agree. This this would be a perfect upset pick, but yeah, they have not shown to be very good on defense yet this season. Um, we can move on. Dolphins Raiders. Raiders are four point favorites. Um, I'm smashing this Raiders pick. This will should be, be favored by like fifteen. Yeah, no, because uh, Jacoby Brissett's playing and. And it's in Vegas uh, with that stadium. Yeah, no, there's no shot. There's no shot. I'm going to take the Raiders here all the way through. Um, you're going to take the Raiders, obviously. Um, we can move on. Jets, Broncos. Broncos are 10-point favorites here. Um, yeah, the Broncos are going to roll the 3-0. Uh, kind of crazy, really talk. Nothing to really talk about um, here. Kind of crazy. Also tied with the Raiders with the best record in the AFC West. Okay. Just for the record because we're going to continue the tradition. I think we've both bet against the Jets in all three games this season. And I uh, for I think we're going to I think that trend is going to continue going on. So. I think we're going to bet against them almost every game this season. Let's be real. Yeah. yeah mean, no, it's a it, sad it, it, time to be a Jets fan. As will we will we is. ever bet them to cover the spread? We'll see. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe. Uh, Seahawks Vikings. This is going to be a good game, just like Cardinals Vikings, where it was um, in Minnesota. I can't see Kirk Cousins falling 0 3, bro. I don't know. But I also can't see Russell Wilson lose back to back. So it is tough. That's where my mind's going. It it is tough. Um, I think this will be a close game, just like the Cardinals Vikings game was, but I will lead towards Seattle. It, It will be a tough game for it'll be a tougher game than people anticipated out to be. So. I'm going to take the Seahawks. Yeah, I'm just going to lean with the better quarterback here. And it usually, I mean, it's the same exact philosophy that the Seahawks general manager and head coach have had the last like six years lean on Russell Wilson. And that's where my mind's going. But now Rams, America's game of the week and probably the regular season game of the year. Um, Incredible game. this, This is a. Arguably the two best teams in the conference playing each against each other head to head in LA. Uh, Rams have showed very little weaknesses, honestly. Uh, but the Bucks, the Bucks have also showed very little weaknesses too. Um, the Bucks are one and a half pit point favorites on the road. I'll take, I'll take the Rams here, Reeb. I think the Rams are going to roll to three and up, um, but this is going to be a damn close game. I don't, I don't mind being wrong in this game too. Um, this is, this is going to be a very good game. This is, will be the game of the week for sure. Uh, actually, no, I, I'm not going to say that because I did not look down on my screen. Um, but this will be, <laughs> this will be, uh, this is, yeah, the last three games. Holy crap! The last three games of this week are nuts. Um, but yeah, I'm going to take. Uh, 
I'll take the I'll take the Rams. I'll take the Bucks because I think it's going to end up going to like a last minute drive. And who do we trust more in that situation more than the goat? I think it depends who has the last minute drive. If it's the Rams, I'm going to take the Rams. If it's the Bucks, I'm going to take the Bucks. I'll take. So we we'll make this pick uh, because during the yeah we'll make yeah yeah because here's the here's the issue right because Matthew Stafford's also really clutch when he when it's the last minute last when when it's the last drive. Uh, So and he has a better team than he's ever had. So. We'll see. Yep. Um, we'll move on to Packers Niners Sunday night football. Niners are three and a half point favorites here. Um, but this is this is Aaron Rodgers' home. Uh, he grew up as a Niners fan. Uh, and I think he's gonna get the job done here. Um, I'm gonna take the nine the Packers as quote unquote underdogs. Nah, they're they're gonna win this game and they're gonna go back to where we once had them uh here and they're gonna show out. Yeah, I mean. I don't see the Packers starting one and two. <laughs> That's that, if, uh, yeah, yeah, that would be crazy. Arabe. I mean, Rogers yeah. or Jimmy GMO. I know I've picked like based on the quarterbacks a lot, but when it comes no, but to here's like, the here's the here's the issue. You 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 can't you can say that, but the Niners are also really good because we yeah. said that in the NFC Championship game, Rogers or Jimmy G, and look what happened there. Right? It was a huge. Yeah, but that Jimmy G was a different Jimmy G than this. No, no, I'd uh, see that. That's see, you can't say that because Jimmy G had like 150 yards in that game. So I, you can't even say it's a different Jimmy G. I, it, it's just it, what defense are we gonna see from the San Francisco 49ers, right? Um, but yeah, I expect uh, I expect Aaron Rodgers to get the job done. Yep, we can move on to. Monday Night Football. America, this is this is the down. true America's game of the week. True America's <laughs> game of the week. Uh, best best rivalry, rivalry in all the sports, man. Yeah, this was this is a really good rivalry. Um, Eagles Cowboys, both one and one. This game is in Dallas, so uh, I'm gonna roll with the Cowboys. Four point favorites here. Uh, although if I, if I, if you are a betting man, Eagles wouldn't be a bad underdog pick here because Jalen Hurts. I expect Jalen Hurts to have a very good game this week. A very good game. I think this will probably be one of his career games so far. Uh, and uh, I, but I also expect Dak Prescott to have a great game. So um, I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take the Cowboys here. I'm also gonna take the Cowboys begrudgingly. Ooh, um, damn, damn. The Cowboys are playing like a better football team right now, and the Eagles. Yeah, they scored a, a gunch against a really bad defense. We'll see how they play against a legitimate NFL defense. We saw that happen last week against the Niners. They couldn't get in the end zone like, until the last like two minutes. And I think I need to see their red zone offense improve. And if they actually give Miles Sanders the ball like in the five-yard line, then that should improve. But we'll see what happens, man. Uh, I'm interested. I'm going to see how – like this game, I think the Eagles and Cowboys will split. I think the Eagles will win the last matchup in Philly. But – they won't win the first one in Dallas. Is my prediction? No, nah, no, nah, yeah. The, the, winning on the road is difficult, and I don't know if the Eagles are the road team they once were. Um, you trying to go to that second Cowboys, second Eagles Cowboys game, Reeve? Who knows? Maybe if it's an <laughs> actual interesting game. Yeah. What What week is that? I, I'd I like think to it's know. January sixth or something like that. January so it's probably 9th. it's probably week seventeen or eighteen then. It's week eighteen. Yeah, week I'm eighteen. There sure. you go. Yeah, yeah. January 9th. Okay, so yeah, that could be playoff predicament, division predicaments game. So yeah, we'll see. Um, but yeah, that's all we got to say for um, entering into week number three. Um, yeah, that's all I got to say. Yep, another exciting week of football. 
matchups are definitely better than what they were last week. As usual, though, I don't care about the matchups because I'm hyped as as I'll always be until for some reason football is no longer interesting to either me or you and all. But right now, it's interesting, and that's what's going to get me through uh, the winter. So <laughs> that is uh, all we have to say in episode 77, another great episode, if I'm to say so myself. That is it for me. That is it for Mamal. Thanks for listening. Peace out and bye.